Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show This episode was recorded while my podcast was still called GSOH. Don't be confused, you're in the right place. Episode 2, Part 2 of Matt Morgan. Part part 2. Well, welcome to episode two ever of GSOH. And I have to say, since I recorded the conversation that it's here, it, that you're going to hear the second part of now, I've gone from GSOH and this podcast and Patreon and everything just being something that I was thinking I'd get around to, but was slightly apprehensive about and I hadn't sort of used the website or uh, didn't know what you know, if there was going to be any reaction at all, but here we are, just a you're sort of a week later, and there is uh, lots of lovely people following me, and I can't even tell you how grateful I am to be able to say this is you know I already wanted to do this, but now it's so worth doing because you people have been cool and encouraging me to do it and helping me do it and funding me doing it which I feel awkward about saying out loud, but hey, it's written into the the waft of what Patreon is, right? So, uh, guys, thank you so much, um, and let's, let's keep doing this and um, see where we can go with it. Now, it's, uh, it's an interesting one, this. I think, of course, it was the absolutely right thing to do. This podcast exists because of... Uh, Matt and Matt's uh, patrons largely you know like uh, you guys have given me the impetus to do this and so clearly him being my first guest was the appropriate thing to do and it's sort of a way of saying thank you as well to the people that listen to us on there on on his um, what's his name again Matt 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 Morden Matt Morden on over on his sort of inferior what do you call it his whatever is his thing is called G, G, what was it funny how i can't remember anyway 
the the conversation we had to do my first episode, I'd been very firm and said my episodes will be probably an hour and a bit chat and a little bit of me at the top and at the uh, and at the end for as long as people like that anyway. And um, yeah, just going to keep it a, keep it a bit more sweet uh, and crucially. It can't go on for like three hours, apart from anything else. And I know Matt has to deal with this. That's a lot of listening and a lot of, um, I say a lot of editing. I don't think Matt does any editing, but I think that a little bit of editing is a is a good thing. And uh, that proved itself to be true when I had to listen back to our entire conversation. And I woke up several times going, oh god, I bloody hell, I'll have to go back again. Where was I when I fell asleep this time while he was thundering on, overstating some point about something like a sort of fiduciary lawyer? It's like being, it's like being in European Parliament with one of those headsets on and just listening to him bang on about, no, because right, if what you, if you when you first if you think about it when comedy if if you're like a, when you first shut up when you know what you need to do because because when i first and it just ends up sounding like a washing machine so i've done you the service of getting rid of about 15 minutes worth of something that you you already heard in the first the first episode for about fucking half an hour, wasn't it? Just, God, it's just like a... I quite like my ghost plane analogy of when he gets on one. Uh, and I was kind of apprehensive then, because I thought, no, that's too long. I don't want all that. I'm going to make it into two episodes. And as I've already set up in this episode, I felt like the kind of sort of nitpicking and judging this podcast already as we go along had started a bit early... And actually, I was genuinely getting a bit titted off with it. And I was worried to listen to it back in case it just sounds like two people who had titted off. But then I have listened to it back. And and I've just been fucking crying laughing. Because <laughs> we're fucking... The nana bickering that you're about to hear is fucking incredible. It like goes up a notch from episode one. And both of us are actually trying to have a nice conversation really but it's just really funny because we both get a bee in our bonnets about things and i hope you really enjoy that but at the same time i do mean it as this podcast goes along one of the bits of fun i want to have with everyone when matt's on anyway at, at least or yeah you know you can give me feedback as we go along whoever i've got on is uh yeah you know like check checking behavior checking my behavior checking my guest's behavior absolutely checking Matthew's behaviour. It can't just be Matt's mum that is the judge and jury of uh, Matt's style. And I was going to say presenting style, but I remind you all, <laughs> he's on my he's on my show this time, right? And he just keeps telling me to shut up and what I should be doing. And uh, it was really funny because I'd put on my kind of like, right, here I am in the boss's chair, sitting with that hat on and <laughs> he was just fucking literally farting and spinning my chair around and like knocking my ink off the table and stuff 
<laughs> and it's quite funny now. It's funny to think that that night when we recorded it, I actually ca I genuinely came off the call a little bit fried and a bit worried that like, how am I? This is supposed to be like an hour and a bit's podcast, and they've just had a three-hour fucking bollocking. Um. And I was worried that too much of it was about comedy and too much of it was about us arguing. But uh, I think I've done the right thing splitting it into. But there is some really uh, fun conversations where we're just dicking about. And I think, I suspect, actually the bickering and the daft conversations are the best thing about um, this podcast anyway. Or our, when we're together. Uh, but I will still carry on when I get people on asking them a little bit about their comedy universe because I think that's fair game and because it's the industry I work in and it's uh, it's what I do and it's what I'm in and it's not what too much of my my own personality is based on. So I'm intrigued with funny people, not least because and fucking hell does Mr. Morgan and myself uh, exemplify this. We like funny people, right? We like we like sort of spending time with them. I like going and listening to other funny people that on podcasts as well. But funny people, it's strange they're on such a pedestal. I don't think funny people are as fucking smart as the world thinks they are. They don't know everything. We don't know everything. Comedy isn't the answer to everything. It just fucking isn't. But it's still, it's really intriguing because I think if you've learned that you've... Um, You've got the ability to talk your way into making sense. Then it becomes like a compulsion. Something that I was... It was pointed out to me by a relationship therapist. And that the interesting thing was, in terms of a relationship therapist, talking about um, whether you can just hammer home, you can dominate a conversation and present the strong, most charming sometimes funny it's basically manipulation the sort of case where you're like you've got the you've got the verbals you've got the fucking uh you're quick enough to be able to sort of like win a conversation this therapist says to me but what what good does it do does it does it help the situation and i did not have an answer for him i was like well no like, so in other words, winning the conversation doesn't actually mean anything. It just means that there's an argument, right? And I was like, oh, God. That's 30-odd years of uh, technique in the bin. Uh, I'm glad to say, though, that um, I think it does work in a podcast because hopefully you'll find it funny listening to us fucking bitching on at each other. It certainly made me laugh once I'd had a few days to stop fucking grinding my teeth. Uh, the other thing I want to say is, uh, and I have, have, I have, or I have, already sort of set this up, and it, it, it sounds like I'm being a bit gimmicky, trying to, like, make some hype out of nothing, but I'm genuinely scared, because there's a story, and I'm leaving it in. I'm trusting you guys, where I wander into a territory where we end up talking about quite adult things, but I have to tell a story that involves private stuff, family members, that kind of thing. And 
I'm fucking biting my fist listening to it back, but was laughing a lot. I'm leaving it in. It's the story that's got the phrase baby spunk in it, which you don't need to worry about as much as it would appear. But I'm begging you again, please, in Patreon, go for it. Baby spunk me to death. But on Instagram, I don't want this story being seeded in a way that someone else that I'm related to could go, what was that about? Because it will cause a shitstorm. Uh, it's a bit early in our relationship for me to start talking about um, some sort of punishment system, but my paranoia <laughs> means that here I am. Hi, it's episode two. Thanks for uh, um, all your contributions so far, guy. So we need to introduce some sort of punishment system for the naughty, naughty sods who put catchphrases in my social media feed Meaning I've got to then explain it to... Anyway, I'm fucking boring myself now, but you know what I'm saying. I hope you find the story funny. If the story's not funny, then I'm just look, look a complete fucking dick for pointing out in the first place. But that is later on in this episode. I think it's about... Um, it's about an hour of, uh, of extra Matt and me stuff that I didn't have the heart to put in one episode. I don't want people just veering off the motorway after fucking like four hours of hearing him talk about the day to date. So I really hope you enjoy this uh, next section, part two of my sort of inaugural double header um, podcast with my baby little guest, Matthew Morgan. Let's pick up from just after he stopped being boring for an hour. What do I want to say? I think I just want to sort of think about what is our comedy relationship and why? What is your image of me that you enjoy? You get a nice giggle when you text me or when you're taking the piss out of me or... Um, what do you think is your opportunity to be funny when you're with, when you're bantering with me? Well, like our relationship um, was probably set, I don't know, because there, there's a thing in, in comedy which is like status, right? So like we've joked in the past, I reckon there's a Steptoe and Son thing. There's also a... Uh, that's all right at least you'll shut up um shut up shut up and finally shut up well the my example was uh, what they called george and lenny from uh mice and men so i'm the little sharp nasty guy and you're the sort of four-eyed uh simpleton who follows me around (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> he said but this only the other but day, as a, as a sort of comedic pairing but like but then it's like um you know then suddenly I'll start talking about something hypochondria thing that I've got going on and then uh, you'll yeah. become like the mocking uncle to that do you know what I mean so like it's not like anyone's comedy relationship is set in stone it's it, it depends on the topic but like yeah, I, I think what I, I like about you is that you're 
we can have a laugh like we've probably got a sort of similar background in the sense that like we we've got relatable um i don't know economic backgrounds sort of thing so you can like i wouldn't be embarrassed to say to you yeah oh i'm cutting out a coupon type thing and we we've got that but also that is really that is really interesting just to jump in on that point because i like i said i'm going to be talking to different mates who i have different sensibilities with and an early thing because i'm trying to learn from doing this by talking to different people although i'd like you on once a month just so we can have a laugh um there, there will be a certain amount, like you say, built into just when you first meet someone, you get a picture of what are they, where are they from, what are they about, so that you know sort of what ground to be on in the first place. Yeah. So like with you, I do see you as on pretty similar ground. I can imagine you've been at our school and we'd have got on and whatever, but at the same time, that would be slightly off to the left. Think, oh, he's good. He's a smart one with slightly different references compared to when I'm with like the more football-y lads where it might be a bit more garrulous and show-offy. Yeah. So you, you're like knowing what, you know, you've just told me about, I can imagine us being younger and, uh, <laughs> this will make you laugh in a minute, um, us being younger and it being like, uh, I'd get on with you round someone's house when the young ones is on and when rock and roll swindles on. But then I've got yeah. other mates who I can have a real good laugh with. That If they were there that day, they'd be like, what are you going out with them dicks? Who was that dick with the fucking leather trousers? Oh, that's Matt Morgan. He's 12, but he uh, already smokes and takes <laughs> takes drugs. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing is because when I we, we had a little bit of a laugh about this on text the other day, and we you mentioned the of mice, I mentioned the of mice and men thing. <laughs> and I'll tell you how it went, right? Um... I, I I said something to you, and you said this is like when a simple lad gets some local celebrity, and is found in a, in a barn with a young girl with blue lips that he's cuddled too hard, and I laughed and said, <laughs> "Of mice and men," and then you said, "You're Lenny, I'm George," and I thought, "Oh, is that how you fucking see it?" And then I said, "Yeah, a petty loser who gets a false sense of superiority from hanging around with a not very nice word. I'll say idiot." Um, and then what you sent you sent me a picture of from a room with Romeo Brass with Paddy Considine with young the young lad and it really made me laugh like like because I'm slightly older than you it really fucking made me laugh that you were basically saying I'm like this sad weird old loner hanging around with you who's young and being a bit sort of weird and trying to be a bit kind of edgy with you. Mate, and, if you uh, if people haven't seen a room for Romeo Brass. Paddy Considine's character in that is mm. how Nico, how I saw Nico <laughs> when I first knew him. When he's like, "Oh, Ladine, Ladine," what and like, try, oh, would you reckon your sister will come out? Like a sort of, yeah. like, and I just sort of think this guy's gonna get can us I, in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> hey, can I borrow a slice of bread from your mum? Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, very good film. You should, if you've not seen A Room for Romeo Brass, it's precursor to all the stuff Shane Meadows did. It's like pretty early, one of his very early films, maybe the first, film. I'm not sure. But as he, what it he has always done, what he has always done is he's known how to ch- change the atmosphere in a way that makes you just not want to breathe. And there is a yeah. moment in that film that's like that. And uh, that's what it made me laugh that you were saying that I was like him just because I was aware how horrible that character actually ends up being. Um, yeah, but um, but then but the thing is as well, like that's comedic banter. But like, 
if you're like like we have long chats where it's like oh I feel like they're like where we're not taking the piss out of each other and like you we can have a good chat about but you, you like picking or... this is the thing you pick holes in me right yeah and all oh, right God, yeah. sometimes you'll do it in a way like when I'm trying to join in on a conversation and you're just like a lorry going down the fast lane at 90 miles an hour going no it's not your turn to speak yet and then you'll take the piss out of me and stuff but you're very good at picking holes in me for someone that's not known me. You don't know me that well. You've not. You've not. We've not spent. We haven't got years of fucking like going on holiday together. No, but and it's because you're an archetype. Being at school. <laughs> I beg your fucking pardon. You're an archetype. So I I'm sort not of... a fucking archetype. I'm like a, you are a jewel that you find in the bottom of a lake that only a mermaid's ever seen. But that's still an archetype in terms. What of archetype? Story. You're well. You're an archetype. Then go on. You say mine. Four-eyed simpleton. <laughs> no, I'm joking. For, uh, Can I just say Northern... that the, that chat started because I said you remind me of the farmer out of Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I, whenever I should I see be him, insulted. Uh, the reason the reason you. I'm not going fuck off or whatever, like when you first sent that, I really fucking laughed because I remember it being on. We're watching it with George, and that character came on, bumbling around, going, "Oh, here you go, here you go, oh bloody hell, oh, you know, bumping into things." Yeah, and and <laughs> I looked and at you it, and I just burst went into uh, tears. No, I just went, uh, "Oh God, yeah, yeah." And I'm more, like, That's... Uh, like, I'm, you know, like I don't know. It's like um, why I think we can do podcasts together, and it works, is because there is a feng shui of the relationship. It's like when I do stuff with Noel Gallagher, he's got the higher status, right? Just mm. by fucking, you know, dint of him being a rock star. And he is not willing to go, oh, I did this stupid thing the other day. He's not, he doesn't, you know, he's he's pretty uh, set on his rails of like, oh, why'd you do that? I'm fucking not doing that. I'm fucking, you know, like he's just not, he's like, he's got a little snow plow on the front of him that pushes away any weakness. And so yeah, sometimes but, you can let like, pick at a scab with him. But like with me, I'm willing to like prostrate myself and say, oh yeah, I've done this stupid thing. Oh yeah, you know, like, and it's fine. But like, it, it's, I mean, essentially what you're saying with this podcast is that different people have different relationships comedically bring with out, each other. Yeah, they bring out different parts of your sense of humour. And it's yeah. like, as far as I'm concerned, I think I have obviously got my own sense of humour and my own personality. But what I what happens to me is when I meet someone, I think, oh, maybe there's a bit of the people pleaser in me. He's a bit like, oh, he likes that, so I'll play that role for you because then we get material out of it, even though it's just us in a room. You know, like I don't even mean on a podcast. I mean like to yeah. have a laugh with you. Whereas I can have another mate like who want one of the episode two is going to be my friend Alistair Griggs, who is is also a comedy writer. Uh, we've never particularly worked together, but we did we did do a podcast together, um, and then sort of it lost its way a little bit. And um, but I still think the episodes are really funny. But it's just that we didn't really have a following, and uh, it's it's still out there. But we'll talk about that next week. But the thing about Griggs is, I've got a relationship with him that is based on me playing almost like this kind of evil malevolent force in his life. And he plays he plays a sort of submissive role, and I'm I'm almost like someone uh, pulling the strings and bullying him from afar, 
and we've got this shtick going that we've had that we'll we'll discuss in detail and it's just so different from like what me and you do which is more evenly balanced on actually you're it's almost like what our joke is between us two is you're the one who's sort of somehow inauthentic and i'm the proper one and you're like i think you'll find i'm the proper one and you're the one you know like mm. like like we've got a we've each got a persona but we're both quite maybe you know i don't say this but put blown smoke at my ass or yours but like i think we're both sort of equally able to tear each other down and i think that's quite fun but yeah, I wouldn't the, do that. The, with, not, I wouldn't do that di- with everyone. It's differently tearing each other down. So it's like, I, yeah, that's. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's like a little diagram. You don't want it to just be someone hitting the other man over the head constantly because that's not funny enough. The other one's. Got, it's just high status, low status. It's like that John Cleese yeah. thing about authoritative voice, silly. You know, it's like right. whatever. But we but, must have we. Go on, interrupt me again when I'm in my full flow. <laughs> I was going to say, but I'm we must have worked summarize. out. Well, you know, we we must have realised quite early on, right, he can take it. I think that's one of the things, as you go, right, I've gone there, you've come back with something a bit, like, cheeky, and I've loved it. So you've gone, brilliant, he can take it. And then I thought, oh, that's good, because he's throwing that at me, I can throw them back, that's fun. So probably quite early on, even when we were, we didn't know each other very well yet, but we were working at um, Running Bear or wherever it was, doing Morgana. You're sort of, uh, you were quite sort of like moany, low energy straight away, but said something really sort of sardonic and cheeky. And I thought, oh, this is good. Like, I get what this is. Mm. So like, it's been, whenever I've seen you since, I sort of know, start there expect a little bit of a bit of vinegar in the eyes from you because that's what you do but enjoy it give it give a bit back and it'll all be good but isn't that isn't that funny like i wouldn't dream of i don't have that relationship with like jason who i write with yeah but hang on this sounds like you've basically come to the conclusion that people are different and i'm a twat well obviously obviously there's a very don't tear down my entire mission <laughs> you could shut People, this podcast course, up now of course like of a course. little beachfront fucking pantry <laughs> of course. and fold People it up are, and take it away because you've gone oh hang of on course i don't People need to do this for 10 years because people fool. are different yeah, but it's it's exploring the ways I in know. which people are different. I mean, you wouldn't write scripts if people weren't different, would you? Can I just say thing. as well? And it, what archetype am I by the way? Uh, we'll get just, back to that. But listen, also people are like it depends. If you meet someone in a social situation where their role is already established, then that influence. It's not just like two people suddenly meet in, you know, space and like work out about each other. I met you in the peripheral perimeters of Big Tom Davis and his relationship to you was sort of comedy bullying, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. I was like and a basketball, wasn't I, that he was just bouncing around. Yeah, and so, like, I saw that and just thought, no, like, Nico can take it and have a laugh. I'll join in and bully this guy with Big Tom. That'll be fun. Hey, you four-eyed shit. (laughs) No, and I thought, (laughs) no, like, there's more to this than just, you know, like, Nico actually says some funny shit, and you basically, in that role, just laid down and let him tickle your belly. 
Whereas well, with but, me, yeah. me and you had a bit more, we were sort of both not, we're both basically beta males who mm. could, can, you, def- can, you definitely can, are. Well, you are. I mean, what's below beta by 10 steps? <laughs> Pizza. <Zeta. laughs> Peter. Peter. Ooh, Peter. Anyway, this is stupid. No one cared. Like, basically, this is... No, don't stop bit. saying this. It was what? better when we were talking about the day today, and people might go and no, Google it, wasn't. it or something. I was, I'm now trying you're to just get... basically going, oh, tell me, tell me stop, about when you met me. Stop criticising the podcast you are oh, on and shut I'm your stupid... You. Shut your stupid guest mouth, idiot. Oh, I'm in charge now. Things are it. different. I love it. No, um... No, you know, like... I, I love to see get, you stand more... up for yourself. I've bloody sung your praises oh, since the God, day I met you, and I've fought your corner, and what I've you helped you, and I've what dragged you, want, you up. And I've what said you to you, I just want to see you succeed. I've said what? to you, no, you, you can do this. more than that. You want, I've you want a bunch of flowers. Up. You want a bunch of flowers from me that says, oh, Matthew, it's all because of you, and now look. No. I've got no, nine fans. <laughs> Listen, no, I've always... Listen, Yeah. The, 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 to be serious for a minute, haven't I always sung your praises and pushed you further and said, look, I think you could do this. I've, the re, I told you to do a Patreon. I said, you've totally ready. In the, you have in the last six months, yes. I'll give you that. You've been very lovely. You've been the wind beneath my pandemic wings. Well, there you go. So... Well, there you go. What do you want? Why are you a trying to pigeonhole me as some sort of like? Yeah, but you also have to tear me down, right? You have to, you have to be like, oh, by the way, don't rely on that stupid voice that you do. I'll speak to you in five minutes. Oh, and I'm go- oh, by- did I mention I'm gonna be late? I'm just gonna have a shit on the floor, and guess what? I'm gonna write the word Nico in shit on my wall, okay. and Listen. then. <laughs> and then you're like, you don't un- you. You, you need I to want, understand. All I want I'm from you, helping you out, like because you've listen, you yeah, dirty little bitch. Sometimes <laughs> you fall back on the Alan Partridge voice too much. No, I... If you do, if you put, shut up a minute and listen, because it's fucking true. <laughs> you need some hard, tough love. That's the word, not hard love. Tough love. You, if you're doing your own thing. Right, people have sent me messages going, Oh, I love Nico, but he always does Alan Partridge voice and it's lodged in my brain. And it's like, you don't need to do that. That's somebody else's shtick. Yeah. So when you go, yeah. Oh Matthew or something. Yeah, but you do it as well. That's what's made that that's I know, because you fine. make me do it with your silly, <laughs> silly personality. Right, anyway, I'm going to bed. Oh, you're going in a tizz. Matthew's having one of his tizzes because no, just, he likes just... to say a million words. And then if someone says four words, then it ruins it. And now he has to start again. And he was trying to make a point. <laughs> well, look, if you bring, if you're, if the, the sort of format is, I'm going to interview guests about Oh, something. it's not really a format, is it? It's, it's not, is it? The whole thing's an absolute <laughs> fucking boot sale of shit. You say that at the end of every one of your posts. I'm so sorry. This has just been me not really knowing what I'm doing. And actually, I'm crying now. My podcast <laughs> is a fucking shambles. Well, I want to be... The I've best got to kind be, of podcast. Look, I'm, I'm on thin ice here. I, I'm trying to... 
steal your fans from you. I've got to be sort of in the same realm as you. I can't be too slick or good at this. Otherwise, they won't know what's happening because they're used to listening oh, to yeah, you, sort of like like an old man yeah, who's lost right. in Asda, you know, has wandered out of his home. And he's like, oh, what am I doing? I was looking for a tin of mince, but look, I've ended up in a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> well, well never mind at least me. <laughs> at least when I've recorded it <laughs> sometimes when i talk to you you're like you i mean even today you <laughs> popped out to celebrate winning the football by buying beers a sherbet dib dab you honked at some people <laughs> celebrating in the street to try and make friends <laughs> the bloke him. didn't even look round. i beat my horn at this guy and oh there he's got an england shirt on and he sort of half looked round like do you mind i'm on a phone call <laughs> I was like, "All right, we're all in it together, mate." He's like, "Yeah, my my sister's seriously ill. Actually, could you just keep the noise down, please?" He's just as you drove past, he was like, "Was that the farmer from Shaun the Sheep?" Fucking hell, he's <laughs> he's, he's come up a bit. He's, he's fucking he's, loving he's, it. He's, he's driving a he's driving a twenty thirteen cash guy. My God, he's he's lost a lot of money after that movie. Jesus, what's happened to him? You see that sherbet dib dab on his lap. Poor guy. Well, I've got a new car, by the way. So uh, I'm feeling pretty grown up right now. My car died on the M4 the other yeah. weekend, and I had to be towed. Um, and I had to, I basically had to be in a car park on the M4. When you were towed, did you have to do the brakes? No, no, no. He, he put it on the back of a lorry. Oh, I, I really. And then I had to sit right. with a man, right? I think probably mm. called Darren. And he drove me all the way. From, he was lovely. He he drove me home, man, like he a knight in shining armor. Probably he was like a knight. Darren. I was just thinking. He's like, you're like, oh, you fucking come to rescue me, mate. Good on you. And he's like, no worries, mate. He goes, uh, thing is, right. The main thing is, you're you've not been hurt, right. So thing is, car can be replaced, mate. You can't. That's the way I always look at it. You can't be replaced, mate. Oh God, I was, that's a very nice beautiful. thing to say. I said, is it all right if I just go and quickly buy a sandwich? Mate, I'm here for you. You go and do what you need to do. And I was like, oh, he's dead nice. This is going to be fun. So I got in his lorry cab. Like serial killer. <laughs> we got, I got in his lorry cab. My my, my sh- now dead shit Volkswagen Golf is like behind us on a lorry just going, ooh. And he drives me all the way from near Bristol to my nice little village. And he fucking talked the whole way whilst having Heart FM on quite loud. Right, and he just talked all the way home. He was just going, right, the thing is, mate, right, when I first worked here, and then before that, I was at B&Q anyway, and when I was at B&Q, you only got like a, like they said, you're supposed to have an hour break. You're like, you know, like, if you know, you need to have a break, don't you, right? You're supposed to have an hour break, but at B&Q, that you had like a proper hour break, right? But here, like they say, like, if, if it's quiet between like eight, eight nine in the morning, and like, as far as the boss is concerned, he's like, you've had, you've had that hour where you were quiet, so that was your break, so now you have to work through it. And I'm like, well, my dad actually gets an hour because he works at uh, PetSmart, and, but, and he just fucking, talked for two and a half hours like that all the way home while in the background it was like finally it's happened to me right in front of my face and my dad's got it was fucking annoying but I got a new car out of it but that's what this podcast has been like apart from hearing finally you you, I think you've got a thing where Mm. when you're talking and you know what you want to say you forget that you're in a conversation and what you think's happening is that you are sort of carving the sort of 10 commandments into <laughs> into like a big stone 
And if I'm like, oh, that's a really good point, actually, Matt, because uh, around the same yeah, time, you know, and you're like, no. no, I have not finished carving the commandments of well, Matthew. that might be because of ADHD. I don't know. But I, what, is, what yeah, you I do is you are, <laughs> as we've already fucking established, desperately, desperately wanted to be famous, right? From oh, the no, early no, age. No, no, you no, no. to do no, Michael no, Jackson... No dances you had a little yeah, hat, I, I, you it was like a little then. show off and i wasn't right so I wanted, to go, I wanted to go to michael jackson's house at that age you, well you and he would have loved you but sure you when i'm talking and i'm saying something instead of listening to your you know elders and betters you are thinking oh when it's next my turn to talk i'm going to tell a story about that no yeah, it's a conversation i've had conversations conversation. before you're thinking right. of what, what you we'll can, do. This is fucking bollocks now. For the last 20 minutes, we've just argued. <laughs> we've just argued. <laughs> yeah, but this is what the people want, right? No, they don't. I guarantee your my listeners that... Right, people will... who listen to this... Oh, my God, you're actually... In the comments, I'm, gonna, I'm interrupting you there to say who interrupted each other worse on this. I bet there was people going, oh, he's going to no. tell, he's going to tell about me <laughs> just about to say something amazing. And then you were like, if I could just squeeze in here, once were I was at you, a bus stop. Were you about to say something amazing or was it like listening to a washing machine on a nine-hour cycle? Well, I reckon to you it's the washing machine because it's not yourself mm. talking. Mm. And when you do the edit of this, I bet you make my voice all squeaky and quiet. I might actually make just yours cut you booming. Out well, I mean, you might as well. I'm going to put a filter. Fucking <laughs> yeah. word I've said. <laughs> I'm going to put a filter on you where you sound like a mouse that's like, hello, I'm <laughs> I bet that bloke who picked you up and rescued you when your car died, which I bet it didn't even die, I bet you just turned it on wrong. He, I bet if you asked him, oh, what was that guy like? Oh, oh, he didn't shut up. He demanded I put on Heart FM and he didn't listen to a word of the songs. He just fucking spoke. Well, about that's like, a very oh, interesting oh, thing. I was on EastEnders. I played a fucking, uh, whatever I was, a parking attendant on EastEnders. You know what? You're not driving fast enough. You shouldn't get a break because you're not doing a menial job. I bet your name's Darren, isn't it? Can't we I stop and get, get me a prawn sandwich? Oh, could you turn that down? Have you got any wipes? It's a little bit dirty over here in your truck. I bet. I bet no. this all happened. Matthew, no. What I like all it? I can say to you is Has he just hung up? You penis. He hung up. I just heard a beep. You've reconnected, deconnected, oh disconnected. God. Hello? Unconnected. Fuck's sake. Nico, what have you done? What the fuck are you playing at? <laughs> the it cut out again. Um. Yeah, I've literally just told you a story where I was with someone and they spoke so much that I didn't get a word in. So obviously, I don't interrupt everybody. And what I promise my listeners is that what they will see now that I'm going to have different guests on, you get to see me with different people having different dynamics. And from watching and listening, sorry, listening to those conversations over hopefully several weeks and occasionally having Matthew on, you will be able to make your mind up properly on whether I am a rude, boisterous, 
a rude host that interrupts too much and bulldozes over every conversation, or whether it only seems to happen when Matthew's on. Um, mm, keep an eye an on it. It's one to watch. It's like a yeah, like a sort of series arc. We'll find out who's who's the the biggest ADHD twat out of me and you. Is it you or me? Yeah, let's do that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Are you going to look into a diagnosis? Yes, I am, and I've actually because I've been doctor. diagnosing people willy nilly myself. Just every about forty percent of people are in my life now, or people I bump into. I diagnosed a hairdresser the other day. Really? What was the mm. grounds? Uh, just he seemed like he had ADHD, and when he told me what he'd been, <laughs> what he'd been like going it. through, I said, "Mate, you haven't got depression, you have anxiety, you've got ADHD. Trust me." These, are... but honestly, the speech patterns, his, and when he described things to me, his, his everything was just ADHD. I think one in four to one in five people have got it. So, yeah. I might well, you're going to have a loads of fun, aren't you, in the next few years, just walking around forever, just going, hello, I'm Matthew, you've got ADHD. Here's my card, give us a call. <laughs> I see the way you dropped your shop in there, love. Yeah. You ever, uh-huh. do you want, here's my card, have a look hello. at yourself in the fucking mirror. No, but I, I, you might have it, but I think you're, I'm not convinced you've got it, and I think... Just let no, me have I, this diagnosis on my own, please. You want you want to be the the special boy with with the the disorder. I think I very probably have got it actually from looking at it, but I'm going to get tested. Um, and the the doctor said that they will. She's written off to find out whether they there used to be a test that was available around here, and it might still be happening, and it might not. So she's seeing if I can get it done for free before I have to go off and pay some fucking hooky person like you did, where you're like, oh, if I give you five hundred pounds, will you will you promise me that you'll give me something to say that I've got? Oh, God, I just want a disorder no, to call my own. Me. It does worry me that if you're paying them, although I mean they are proper, you know, but like. What percentage of people go, oh, I think I might have ADHD, here's a load of money, fill in these forms. Like, uh, how often does it happen that they go, do you know what, I just don't think you have. Like, how often does that happen? It is, because like some days I think, I haven't got ADHD, I'm just fucking tired or something. And then... Fuck off, you're fucking mental. I'm riddled with it. I am a bit mental. um, Not that that's a bad thing. I think well, we, that we, sounds we, like a backtrack. Doesn't it? You have your fucking mental. Everyone really likes you. Thing. Everything's hey, really listen, cool. No, nobody ever guys. points at you and says, "There's that guy." Well, no, I'll tell um, you what. I've never been on two stag do's where my name on my back is pedo. <laughs> I mean, that is quite extreme. <laughs> I think judgment. that's got nothing to do with ADHD. That's just a lovely. That's basically me trying too hard with those particular people to say horrible, sick jokes all the time. And they're like, oh, what's nah. the worst thing we can say to try that, and match I think Nico's... thick Well, that glasses. was Matt Morgan, everybody. <laughs> I'd just like to say, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. General uh, You have been demeanor. an absolute nightmare. General paedophilic demeanour. That's what this should be called. <laughs> General <laughs> No, no. Do you know this time I get that I've got the power to fucking edit this, and I'll tell you what I'm going to get rid of this bit because what happens is now all over Instagram, there's people who are like, "Hey, hi, it's us, the guys that love you on Patreon. Do you remember that time when you were a paedophile?" And it's like, "Hey, uh, everyone else on Instagram, Mm. what they mean? What they mean is, um, 
<laughs> yeah, these are the guys. Uh, by the way, everyone, Instagram, these are the guys from Patreon. Patreon, these are guys from Instagram. Uh, hey, seek mental health, you prick. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no, what that is, is um, I made a these reference to... are all to... in jokes. These, we're um, all having a great time over there on Patreon. <laughs> Trust me. Hey, guys. how'd you titch, you loser? All right. No, no, you're just... <laughs> Matt... Ma- Matthew talks to me like that because that's sort of our shtick. But when I'm when I'm here with my child in Tesco's, I'd rather you didn't walk up to me, sh- scream pedo, and and tweak my large nipple. It's all part of the fun. It's all part of the fun. And what fun it's been! And thank you, Nico Drusmathenfitz, to for coming on this show. No, fucking, I'll do that. This is my show. I do the links. I know that was the joke, darling. I know, Come on, I keep know, on. darling. And this, this is know, the joke. I know. Uh, and you know the joke's that. on you. So, it, so I'm, I'm the one who's in charge. You've got egg on your face. English egg, the the egg of victory. Mm, let's, let's focus let's, on our. Let's focus on the fact that England won today absolutely. against Germany. What no a less. day! And um, those guys have caused enough even, trouble over here. Even talking to you hasn't ruined my buzz for once. No. Well, I imagine you're high on sherbet dipped up and beer. <laughs> well, I've literally, I've not dared open it because it's quite late now. You can't be having sherbet dip dab, dip dab, dip oh, dab. so It's dull. a sherbet fountain. It's a sherbet fountain. It's the licorice one. Yeah, that's what, I, it's, that's a dip dab, isn't it? Oh, no, that's, that's the dip, lolly. Dip dab's a lolly. Bag. It's so yeah. drug seeming, isn't it? Both of them have sort of got some seedy drug thing, like <laughs> that program children <laughs> yeah. to go and buy powder that you... I don't know, it seems a bit drug-related. But, like, the fact that you were like, oh, no, it's, it's past midnight, because we couldn't possibly start on a dip-dab. <laughs> well, I need to wind down before, after a podcast. Why don't, you have, why don't you have one of your baths, put a lighter candle, rub your boobie, go to bed. <laughs> I'll put a little bit of lavender on my boob. Right, listen. I once watched a porno where a Japanese lady made this noise. Like that. (laughs) And it got so lodged in my brain that I do it as one of my, uh, I'm going to call them ticks, but they're not involuntary. It's not like Tourette's or something. But say like Katie goes, I made you a cup of tea. And I was expecting, (laughs) oh fuck, I've got to make a cup of tea and I've got to get out of the house or whatever. She's made me a cup of tea and it's there. And it's saved me five to ten minutes of life. I'll go, Aye! like that. So that's your little and pleasure, pleasure. It's, it's a pleasure noise. But it's now to the point where one of my kids might now go, Aye! like that. Oh, now they don't know that they're being a porn actor. They don't know that's where weird. that's come from. Also, oh. well, there's a lot of things that I do that I probably best saved for my own podcast. Um, I, I, my favourite noise ever from a porno was um, back in the proper days where it was VHS porn and you, you'd have a laugh with it. God, yeah. You know, before the horror of how it is now. But um, what it was was my mate had one called Valley Girls, and they were. Mm. It was like it was a little bit like the one that um, when they tried to be like cool heroes with headbands on in in uh, the Mark Wahlberg film um, Boogie Nights. So yeah. like they were proper like. Think they could see they thought they were being cool in the in the porno, but it also is like they would try to write it so it was funny, and so this guy was having sex with this woman, and while he was having sex with her, he was going, 
Oh, oh, bitching, 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 twitching. <laughs> oh, no. I love that. I? I? <laughs> Porn stupid. And another one was once. Bellissima. <laughs> that was one. A mate of mine had a, an Italian one, and there was a Bellissima. big fat Italian man having sex with a woman, and he was just going, Bellissima. <laughs> I remember the German one where they always say, all of the German porn, where they say, Oh, mein Muschi, which means my pussy. <laughs> my mushy. Oh, we, my um, mushy. When I was my a student, and my father. Between, uh, before the internet, so there was, we had one porno video, and our, um, I think he was Sri Lankan landlord who'd just got married, and I think he was like a virgin, and he was like, he asked us, do you have any pornos? We said, oh yeah, we've got this one one porno. And I remember his name, actually. I could say it. But <laughs> I got so much post for him. I'm going to say his name, okay? Yeah. Kanagasabapathy Kuhakumare. <laughs> right, I just remember it. I remember it. He was a nice guy, but one day he was like, hey, guys, have you got any um, sex videos? And I'm like, what? And he goes, you know, the videos of the sex. And then we lent him this thing. And it was the only porn we had. And and then it came back and he just sort of basically dropped it off. He went, I'm really sorry. And it was just all spooled videotape everywhere. Oh, what have Ruined you done? It. What have you what done? What was his first Can name again? Apathy. Jeez. Second name, Kuha Kumaran. That's amazing. Can you write that in, in the comments when this goes up? Well, I think... Well, I, mean, I want to see it spelled. I'm guessing that's a common-ish name, but... Where? If it's not, well, Sri Lanka. All right, fair enough. Or, you know, like for, you know, like people who are have Sri Lankan names in England. But, like, if not, I don't think that's the worst outing ever that he... Once I don't even think he saw the video. He ruined it before his machine chewed it up. But that was a real loss. That was like, fuck. What have you done that? How'd you do oh, that? Like, mate, what? I I did a similar thing. Right. This is this is good stuff. Right. I I used to know that there was a porn video. Let's say in the parental bedroom area, that was for basically your mum. <laughs> I didn't want to say the words. Well, no, I didn't know if you meant your your well, marriage parental no, area. My mum. So, right. like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was my stepdad's. Yeah. Oh, this is bad. Okay. So, firstly, she kept it under a wedding hat. Right. Oh, that's quite so, poetic. And, well, it is until you've got like a teenager coming in and going, <laughs> I must have a look at this tape under mum's wedding hat. Oh, put... my mum and my stepdad are in it, but don't worry, I'll crack one out still. There we so, go. So basically, if you were watching a porn video you weren't supposed to be watching back in the day, what you had yeah. to do was, because it could be anywhere in the tape, couldn't it, right? So what you couldn't oh, do is just yeah. watch it. You couldn't just watch it. And then put it back because it'd be like, oh my god, this isn't the scene we were watching. Oh my god, the mm. child has been watching our porn. So what you had to do is press zero reset on the counter when you put it in. Right. Have a bit of fun and then forward or rewind it back to zero. Three minutes. And then later. put it put it back in the video case, which actually, weirdly, it was the wrong way round in the case, and I always had to remember to put it the wrong way round in the case. 
covered put in it spunk. Surreptitiously back under the wedding hat, covered in my baby spunk. <laughs> How old were you? Well, you know, teenage, like 16, 18, whatever, like round oh, 17. No, that's too 15. old for that. Is it? Go on. Because you said the child has seen the porn. Well, no, I, I wasn't a child. Like I wasn't, no, 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 I wasn't a child. It was, it was basically teenage. Anyway, so 21. one day they all go out, right? So everyone's out. I'm in on my own. Oh, brilliant. Get, get under the fucking wedding out like a rat up a drain pipe. Yep. Put the old video in the machine. Reset, know exactly what I'm doing, not a problem. Then the picture goes away. Wear the wedding hat just to remember (laughs) that that's an element. (laughs) I I wear my mum's wedding hat and get all the the wedding photos out and arrange them around me. (laughs) In a crescent. (laughs) Oh, this is horrible. Why am I going here? But anyway, so the picture went all funny and it was like, oh God, oh Jesus, oh Christ. And I pressed stop and it's sort of not that it's not even doing it it's like not responding anymore and I I managed to stop it and get it to like force eject from the thing and all the fucking video was stuck in the spools and it it basically chewed it up like a fucking like a Muppet like a Muppet monster and I had to basically get it out I spooled it all back in broken put it back in the under the, um, under the wedding hat, and just never said anything. And then I, I realised, I thought, well, they're not going to say anything, are they? Because they're going to say, "You've been watching our fucking grot. This is ours." They, they weren't. It, they were going to be too embarrassed. So basically, I got away with it. Yeah, but they would. If you'd have got it all, if it was all back in the tape, right? They put it in the machine, press play. Mm. It would have all just gone out and fucked up, the, and they would have thought, oh. That's broken. Well, I don't think they so. would have put two and two together. Let's say I spent the next few weeks thinking, oh, please, oh, Jesus, oh, fucking hell, Christ. The fact that there was a wedding hat caked that in is, spunk. That, for, for any younger ones listening, that is the beautiful story of what porn used to be like when it had an extra yeah. vicarious thrill about it. And it wasn't, you know... Even though obviously there was sort of like it was still seedy, it's not like it wasn't all all these violent titles and weird choky, kind of aggressive fucking weird shit. It was the 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 bit of it that was naughty was the fact that you were doing it at all because it was sort of illegal yeah. and it was on a tape and it was just like rare and the picture wasn't very good and the music was out of time and it jumped around. It's just fucking the golden age of masturbating. Yeah, it was just a simple twenty-one year old simple lad masturbating over his mum's wedding night video. <laughs> oh, God, this is this is definitely stuff that needs not to be uh, coming back to me on Instagram. Don't, wait like, there. delete wait, the, wait there one sec, I've just got a, head, a headphone wiggle to do, hang on. This has nearly been three hours, you fucking... Okay, I'm, not I'm not hearing you at the moment. Right, I can hear you again. Do you pay me the same rate that I pay you? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so you've basically insulted me for no. nearly three hours. We, um, It's a long strategy, isn't it, in terms of trying to get ourselves to a point where, joking, we, where, where, where we can create a world where there is parity between the Matthew and the, and the Nicholas. 
Don't but at the moment, you are effectively a volunteer. <laughs> I'm a care worker. Yeah. Essentially. It's like, oh, um, Edward's doing some colouring over there. And Mary is doing some sewing. And over there, Nicholas <laughs> is doing a little podcast. He he's hasn't plugged a little the wire in. Yeah, he hasn't he's, plugged uh... any of the wires in. He's talking to a fisherman. And he's got a little <laughs> fisherman's hat that he puts on to do the answers on. It's brilliant. Now look at that. He's, he's doing so. He's got a wedding What are these? Hat on. What are these? I've glued some Rice Krispies to this piece of paper, and I've painted them with my face. Why are you talking in a high-pitched voice, Nicholas? <laughs> You're forty-seven. I'm I'm trying not to speak like Alan Partridge because the bully man <laughs> tells me what to do on my own show. <laughs> Why are you wearing I... a, your mother's wedding hat and it's solid <laughs> like a concrete block of dried spunk that you've had for over 20 years? Why is that happening, Nicholas? Because I'm telling my favourite stories during this little lull where the Matthew man isn't just talking shit about something that he's become <laughs> obsessed with and now is driving like a madman that's stolen a lorry. <laughs> Dirty business. The business I'm gonna, of I'm gonna business. cut out. I'm, I'm gonna either cut out all your boring stuff where you're just going. Oh no, 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 yeah, you will, because it's rubbish. You can't call it that. That was like GSOH. You know, like LOL and ROFL and all that stuff. Yeah. LMAO and, you know, mm -hmm. all those things, right? Mm -hmm. GSOH was from like the 80s, from dating columns. Right? I know exactly so, what it was. I know, but it's not like you're using it ironically. You've gone, hey, what do the kids say these days? They say GSOH, good sense of humour. That's what I'll well, do. Well, you're wrong, aren't you? Because my opening title music is knowingly slightly like cheesy regional news music that's a bit like documentary. So once again, you're speaking from a place of ignorance and the joke's on you. Well, I think... You should drop the whole, like the whole sort of like, and why are we funny together? What's, hey, and when you first met me, what did you think I was, well, what did I say the, that was funny? The just public drop can that decide and that, just call Matthew. it, ask my little titty questions. <laughs> the public can decide. They can help me shape this podcast as I go along. Yes. Just like. A to be fair, some of what you said earlier, as, for, for the bit of it where I was awake, some of what you said was actually quite interesting. And insightful. So I might, I might do it as a B side. Like, hey, look, and if you're sick of laughing and having fun, I have put Matthew's dialogue <laughs> up as, on its own thing. Like, if you're struggling to get to sleep, I have uh, put it with some uh, ASMR sounds, and you will be off like a little baby in three minutes. I think what you should do is a podcast where. You do local news from your area, like that Facebook stuff, and then your guest, you encourage them to look into their local area's funny news, and then they bring a few stories with them, and that just kicks off a load of fun and stories. And then in the middle of that, you could go, 
what was the first sort of comedy you liked and what's our sort of comedy no, relationship? Stop telling me what to do on the podcast. I'm helping you. I've tried to help you so often, but you're so proud and egotistical. <laughs> no, I just want to make my mad. own way, Dad. I just want to well, do I things can save my you way. Six months of you going, hello, welcome to Good really? Sense of Humor. And this is a lady I met at the bus stop once who once laughed at a noise I made. Hello, Ethel. Why do you think I'm funny? I just, just want to do it my way, Dad. I've worked in your cafe for the last 25 years, and now you've got heart problems, and I've got to start making my own way, but you won't even let me order the slightly different sausages. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're buying yeah, this yeah, you're shit right. sausage. I need right. to come back out of hospital to make this place run. No, Dad, just let me try my new modern ideas. Why is there no fried bread on the breakfast? People don't eat fried bread anymore, Dad. <laughs> you're absolutely you're, right. You insult me. I bring, I put the food in your mouth, you little scumbag. <laughs> okay, well, Nico's going to work through his problems. I'm going to hang up. No, I, I get rid of the guests. Oh, it's fucking on, two minutes That's not to what midnight. It's called. That's not what it's called. Let's end on that. It's two minutes to midnight. It's an Iron Maiden song. This is the band that kicked off this whole sort of charade (laughs) of Matthew being a rockster. Thank you for joining me, Matthew, on what is still going to be called GSO8. (laughs) Great Ormond Street Hospital. (laughs) Great, great, oh, fuck. You've fallen at the first hurdle, man. Hospital of humour. <laughs> anyway, whatever you moan about and tell me that I shouldn't be doing, I'm going to be figuring this out myself with the help of my wonderful patrons. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode Thank one. Thank you, Chris, Nicola and Steve. <laughs> Who are all in the same house sharing a speaker. Two of whom are my mum. Um, no, I, you look... I do try and... Oh, God. I feel like I've been unfairly uh, described in this. Mm. I've... Well, let your mum I've, decide. This isn't my first radio. Mrs. Morgan, right? please get in, ch- in touch. Uh, let me know whether Matthew is uh, behaving in a way that you're familiar with during his teenage years or whether uh, I appear to have ADHD and I'm just unable to control myself. Yes. Now, my mum would... She loves you. Well, she likes you. She can be the judge from now on. She I might can be even, the judge. I might, I might have her on more often than you. Yeah, well... Has she, has she got a wedding be... hat? <laughs> She's had a few. <laughs> She's to, just have a little look under it, mate. You might be in for quite the shock. Oh, God, I can't imagine. But Sorry, uh, Mrs. Morgan. I remember she, she actually... Uh, there was a little scam going at my school where you got uh, big trouble in Little China... And then at the end of that, it was nine and a half weeks. So everyone borrowed Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, lovely. And that Brilliant. was classic. And then, but the mistake I made was I watched Big Trouble in Little China, which was the first part. What's this? You know, if you brought a video home, it was like, what's this? And then I was like, oh, it's Big Trouble in Little China. I watched that, but then I left the fucking tape at the end of Big Trouble in Little China. My mum and dad watched Nine and a Half Weeks, the whole fucking thing, mind you, and then said, you're not allowed to watch that. Take that back to school. You're not allowed to watch that. You've got to give that back. So I never got to watch that. 
I mean, that wasn't even a porno, was it? It was just Kim Passenger. Just a, just a randy film. Just main, yeah. It's like a fucking M&S ad for food, really. Fuck. This isn't just yoghurt and some orange juice and some courgettes. It's Kim Basinger with some yoghurts and <laughs> <laughs> some courgettes having sex, ladies and gentlemen. I bet you didn't... Yeah, Actually, like... right, so, hang on, right, so... That, Goodbye. That, that was... No, 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 you can't go yet, because otherwise I'll have to tell this story on my own. I that became a trend then, didn't it? Food and sex was a bit of a thing. So in magazines, it'd be like, "Ooh, spice things up by buying some chocolate spread and licking it off each other." Which, yeah. You know, remember? And like, yeah. I bought some. I bought some like like a Valentine's Day card, like extra present of like paint on some chocolate and it'll be sexy and whatever. And mm. it literally was like that fucking Alan Partridge chocolate mousse scene. It was absolutely yeah, absolutely rubbish. I covered a vagina in honey once. <laughs> and uh, in that sort of way, that, you know, like it was, it was whatever that, what was that girl's magazine? Was it more or something like that? And it would always have like four sexy things in your kitchen to use with your fella or something. And mm-hmm. honey was like up there. It was mm-hmm. fucking bollocks, right? I put honey all over it. and then, All over it? Oh, God. Like all over her? The girl. <laughs> The vagi- oh shut up! Don't try. Oh, like so you're separating. Uh, no, no. You're I'm separ- not really comfortable with the way you're saying. You're separating the genital from the human. Fine, you know, go for it. Well, go on. So this vagina's f- flapping around your house on it its own. Then what around. happened? This, I was about eighteen, so everything was unflappy. <laughs> <laughs> I used honey. This was pre-squirty honey, which the first time I came across that was in Australia. Like we used honey came in a jar, yeah. Well, that or that one of them little things that's like a sort of little drumstick that picks it up. No, that's what posh people had. We had a spoon. So yeah, yeah. This wasn't at my house. I opened the honey. I got a cereal spoon, whatever that one's called, the big spoon, not a teaspoon. Yeah. And like to put two big sort of dollops (laughs) of honey (laughs) on the whole area. Some of it just went towards the belly button. Some of it went down and all that. Basically, it then took about 40 minutes to clean it up with my mouth. And And it starts to be a bit like work, right? That's the thing. It's the same with the the chocolate spread debacle. It's sticky. It's just like, well, you keep still. I'm trying to tidy up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like cutting someone's hair and saying, keep still. I'm trying to concentrate here. And then yeah, it's like not coming off, and then you've got to like scrape a bit with your teeth, and it just only like, like five. Oh, hang on, five percent. God's sake! Oh, I can't get. Look, I'll just go and get a scouring pad. Hang on a minute. Just, should have said like, have a shower. Let's, let, this hasn't worked, but mm. only about five percent of the honey is on somewhere that's sensitive enough to actually be sexually interesting. I've got to the say, rest of it is just hun- <laughs> honey and pubes. Isn't a good mix, is it? Oh, she wasn't that old. Oh, this is awful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you horrible, horrible boy. Don't look. That's a fucking joke. And you've ruined it 
by then stepping back from the joke and putting your arms up as if you've just dropped a blancmange and just going, just oh, I'm I basically, didn't say that. I'm basically now pointing at you and, go, and going, no, dearie me, guys, this I'm guy, so sorry. This I'm so sorry disgusting. about this that was like Yes, a fra- I that used was like to a... masturbate into my mum's wedding hat. <laughs> this guy made a joke about something, but I actually used to do that. I, my mum went, oh, I wonder if this still fits me after the wedding. And then she put it on and it didn't fit her because it was so caked in spunk. It wouldn't have fit a snooker ball in it. And so she said, oh, my head's got bigger since the wedding. It fucking squelched like it was full of squirty cream. Oh, God. She's like... Is this PVA glue? This smells funny. Hang on, this tastes... Wait a minute. Now, what is is that? I recognise that. It's baby spunk. Oh, my God. It tastes of pineapple and children's sweets. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, the word baby spunk is unnecessary. Right, you can go now. You've ruined this. I can't end on this. Thank you, Matthew, for coming on GSOH. Eventually... You proved yourself to have one. Hope people <laughs> still think I've got one. I? We're off and running, but I love you. Me? Say you love me. I thought you were saying that to the listeners. Well, I love them, but I was talking to you. Okay. I also like you. But I can see why you've you would love say, me. You've said it loads of times already. It doesn't matter. No, I do love you, you stupid. Oh, yeah. Come here, you. Blouse. Oh, dear. Right, I well, think your, thanks. Uh, your, your WhatsApp photo, you're going to get done for fucking advertising standards soon. Because that is not what you look like anymore, baby. <laughs> yeah, those were the days. That is... I mean... All right, we've finished now, mate, yeah? Thanks for joining Sorry. me, Matt I just Morgan. noticed it. Well, Thank you for having me, Nico Totaro. It's on G-S-O-H. Thanks, the mate. Old, the old cum bucket. <laughs> oh, he's turned into a caravan kettle again. <laughs> Fuck right, off to on, bed. Then. Right, nice one. See Love you later. You. Bye, miss you. Bye, bye. Bye-bye. Fuck me. Jesus Christ, everyone. I can't cope with him. <sighs> that was funny, though. Okay, it's um, it's present day me again. Here. Uh, wow. Right, so we've reached the end of effectively episode one, but split into two parts because of how long... Matthew speaks for. You might have noticed in that conversation that I try to wrap it up twice and then he goes again for about 20 minutes. I mean, it's like fucking being attacked by a zombie. (laughs) Oh, laughing at my own jokes on my own. Wow. What What a medium this really is. It's just perfect for the, you know, attention seeking loner who lives in a tiny little smurf house. I live in a tiny smurf house on my own, and I like doing voices even when there's nobody here. Because that's why I like to do podcasts, because even if no one's listening, I'd still be talking like this just to the television, because that's what makes me happy. 
me sort of creeping myself out a little bit there. Okay, what have I got to say? Bit of housekeeping. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, it's the only other social media that I can be bothered doing, and that's a, at Real Nico Tats, T-A-T-Z, well, Real Nico Tats, N-I-C-O-T-A-T-Z, but now I've not spelt real. For God's sake. You, you'll, you'll find it, you'll find it. Um, the next guest that you're going to be hearing, I am very excited for you to meet, because uh, if you love Matthew, and then you've taken me, into your hearts, I think you're going to love my mate Alistair Griggs, who is also uh, a comedy writer of sorts, and has got quite an extraordinary personality that is in no way stage managed. I cannot, ex- I can't overstress that. You're going to meet this guy within about five ten minutes of me talking to him. You'll start to get how his brain works, I think you're going to fucking love him, and you're going to get to know him um, over uh, more episodes, because he, he will definitely be a regular, and then um, hopefully soon you'll also be hearing from um, comedy writer and actor Marco Sullivan, off Channel 4's Lee and Dean, and my current kind of um, semi-comedy wife, co-writing husband, Jason Hazley, who uh, has got a, an amazing career, and uh, which has now taken a downturn, because he's stuck with me, isn't he? So he'll be on, he's a great guy, you're going to love him. And then I need to reach out to lots more brilliant, funny boys and girls who I love, and see who's available to have some more chats, and we're going to keep this thing going. Keep telling me what you think. Keep giving me ideas. Keep telling me when I'm doing something that isn't working. Don't be shy. Just be nice. That's all we can ask for in this life, isn't it? If you can't be nice, then fuck off. I can't end on that, can I? No, I'll tell you what I'll end on. Uh, I simply love you. So thanks for for, um, your continued support. Speak to you next week on G-S-O-H. Good sense of humour. Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash Stupid Hearts Club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I, I'm I'm one. <laughs>